Welcome to the Teaching History, Politics, and Stuff podcast. Thank you for being here. I'm your host, Elizabeth Evans. I'm completely passionate about curriculum, history, the social sciences, and all the other things in between. I love helping teachers by giving strategies to make lesson planning easier and resources to be your best self. I'm a National Board Certified Social Studies teacher with over 18 years of experience. I've met some incredible people in my life who will have a lot to share, and I cannot wait to have them as guests on my podcast. As James Madison once said, the advancement and diffusion of knowledge is the only guardian of true liberty. Thanks for joining me today. Let's learn. So this one is another recorded it last year, thinking I would eventually get to season two. But again, here we are in 2022 with season two. Um, This podcast was really hard for me because talking about where you aren't the best sometimes is hard, but it's necessary, especially as teachers of history and especially now in my new role as a civic education program director, looking at different ways of teaching. And I wish that right now, two decades into this career in education, that I could go back and talk to, you know, me as a junior high teacher, my first 11 years, or me as a high school teacher, and just say, hey, here's some really cool stuff you could use. It's going to be better for you and better for your students. So hope you enjoy the episode. So this episode is a little bit different than the ones that I normally do. I was going through and looking at my blog and the things that, you know, I really want to make sure that I talk about in this first season of my podcast. And one of the ones that I ran into um, was about teaching content, or I titled it The Content Dragon. And I wanted to do an episode on this because I think that sometimes we get so you know, focused on there's a problem and here's solution and yay, everything is going to be great. But sometimes you just need to yell and scream curse words because this job is hard. This job is hard. I mean, teaching in general is hard and you never have enough time. I know that the year I taught AP US history, I never had enough time to do anything and I hated it. I loved the content. I hated teaching that class. And just being honest here, I thought that that class really killed um, some of my students' love for history. And it could have been me. It could have been the content. There's a lot of other things. But I remember writing this post and crying. And, you know, at this point, I had been teaching for 15 years. I was a national board certified teacher. I had done all this amazing stuff and I should know how to do this job. And I lost it one day. I taught a semester long class. In the fall, it was always fine because I felt like we had so much time. It was great. And when I say so much time, I mean that relatively because I wish I had a whole year to teach the course. The spring semester always stressed me out so much. I pause because I'm trying not to curse in this episode. Um, I usually had 17, 18, 19 less instructional days 
because the test was always first. So it was the beginning of May. So I'd have like three weeks afterwards, which I really would have liked to use to teach before the test, but I did not have that luxury. I'm trying to, during spring semester, hold on to kids. Um, I'm making a calendar for my first semester kids, and I'm just making sure everybody has what they need to be successful. Because that is something like when my daughter, before she goes to school or before my husband goes to work, the question is always, do you have what you need to be successful for the day? And I really wanted to make sure that no matter what, if it was first semester, second semester, my students had that. And of course, you have this kind of toxic positivity of you can do it. You can do anything you put your mind to. And then the other side of it, again, I'm trying not to curse during this episode is like, what in the hell am I supposed to do? Um, And I honestly, every year in spring, had a little bit of a panic attack. The hardest part for me switching, especially once, you know, the redesign happened, is trying to figure out what needs to be covered and what necessarily doesn't. What vocabulary do they need to know? Um, I hated when I'd spend time on something and then it's not on the test. Um, I remember one year, you know, I went through and just made sure they knew every Supreme Court case. Again, this is pre-redesign. And the only Supreme Court case on the test was Brown versus Board. And I, I'm going to be honest, I came home and I poured myself a very large glass of wine and (laughs) was very upset. Um, I'm glad that there's a redesign now. We know what Supreme Court cases are going to be on there. Why? why is this so difficult? Why is there so much information? And, you know, I look on, on social media and on Facebook and on Twitter, and there's these amazing teachers and these amazing groups, and they're all doing all of this stuff. And I was like, oh, I'm not doing that. And I don't spend that much time on this. And I drove myself crazy. And to be very frank with you, I wish this episode was like, here is the magic wand. Everybody is going to be amazing. And I wrote this in the post and it still rings true today. When you are in this boat with other AP government teachers, you're all in the same boat. You get to March and April, you're you're tired. Maybe you've lost an oar. Your arms are tired from paddling. You're going upstream. There's a thunderstorm. It's windy. You're just drowning. You're absolutely drowning because there's so much information. There's all of these really great ideas and you want to implement all of them. And it's hard. And I've written about this. I've done a podcast about, you know, the the three things that I did when I was short on time. And I will repeat it and repeat it until I can repeat it no more. Focusing on the skills, the thinking skills, the writing skills, and making sure they have that base knowledge to answer questions. I want them to feel ready for the test, but in the end, I want them to leave my class and I want them to be informed citizens. And if they're not informed on something, I want them to know how to become informed because they've learned all of these basic things in my classroom because I can't teach everything. There's just absolutely no way that is going to happen. And I remember being in a professional development 
uh, with Dr. Chris Treat, and I've talked about him before. He was the teacher that I was like, I want to be like him. He is incredible. He's amazing. He teaches people how to be teachers. Um, but he asked a really good question once. Mm. And it always makes me think. And that question is, what does it mean to cover something? Did you say it? Does that what it means? Did you like, what does that mean? And that really drove my lesson planning and pulled me out of the funk of, well, I have to cover everything. I have to make sure they know all of this stuff. And it's like, you know, what do they actually need to know? And what does it mean to cover something? how a bill becomes a law as an example. That's actually an incredibly complicated process and showing them I'm just a bill is just not enough. But how can I cover this without A, spending too much time or B, going too in-depth with it? Um, and that, those are the questions I would ask myself and, you know, why am I teaching this? How am I teaching this? How am I going to assess my students? And some days walking out of my classroom and saying, today was not the most amazing day I've ever had. You know, you definitely have those days where you leave and they're like, they got it. And, or they were really excited to come into class or even before they came into class, you know, they had heard, they had heard a new story and they wanted to talk to you about it. And some days they just leave. And those are the days you have to be okay with what I did today was my best. And it doesn't look like every day is the same, right? You might have days where you walk out and like the wind is blowing in your hair and you feel like a superhero. And then there are days you walk out and your shoulders are slumped over. By the way, your coffee is still sitting on your counter from this morning because your arms were too full and your brain was too full to even grab it. I think having an understanding that we all have these days and we all have days where we're amazing and we all have days where we feel, and I'm saying we feel because sometimes we put that on ourselves. We feel like we weren't the best teacher. It's always an interesting thing to ask your kids. One of the things I really liked doing after a big project or after a unit was asking students, what were some things that were really awesome And what could I change for next time to make it better? And then, you know, what else is it that I need to know? And sometimes kids were like, I mean, it was kind of boring, but I learned something. Okay, because not every day can be amazing. Giving yourself a break, making sure that you understand that every day you get a little bit better. Sometimes the step is so microscopic, you can't see it. Understanding, too, that, I mean, I did this for 17 years, and every day was still me learning, me being humbled, me messing up, and I think that's just teachers in general, and it's really important as veteran teachers that we talk about things like this because we need new teachers to see, sure, I might be a veteran teacher and it looks like I have it all together, but I don't, you know, yeah, my coffee is still sitting on my counter at home. I forgot to make copies, went to make copies this morning and the copy machine is broke. Or I didn't realize I needed those copies until 20 minutes into my lesson when I should have had them. Your kids notice when you're stressed, your kids will help you if you let them be a part of that learning environment. 
But again, you can't do everything. You can't teach everything. And make sure, above all, that you are taking care of yourself because at the end of the day, you are the person that matters to you and to your family and maybe to your kids too. Again, I'm sure kids left my classroom and didn't think about me again until the next time they had to see my face. You need to make sure that you understand every day your best looks a little bit different. Please make sure you're taking care of yourself, friends. Have a wonderful day. Thanks for joining us today. Please like, comment, and share the podcast. Want to connect with me? Find me on Twitter, Facebook, and Pinterest at Liz Evans NBCT and on Instagram at Liz Evans NBCTeach. You can also find me online at Liz Evans NBCT.com. I'm so glad you joined us today. We'll see you next time.